I do, however, think that Hamilton has reached that age where he makes decisions based on who offers better retirement plans and not where he would fit in better. Welcome to the Lavesh Palatial. My name is Lavesh, and I am your host. Thank you for joining me for another episode. And we are officially at it. Welcome to the 2024 F1 season. For all of you going, ah, I can't believe we started a new season with that bloody Max fellow winning again. Well, I was going to say, you're not alone, but that's just me trying to make you feel better. And I don't feel like doing such right now. So, I'm going to just say this. You have to get used to it, because after this week's performance, he's more on top of his game than he was last season. That means potentially another 33 races of hearing the Dutch national anthem this season. Aside from Verstappen, I did however think Carlos Sainz pulled out a magnificent performance in this race. And yes, I was one of those people that voted for him as driver of the day. In all honesty though, I think most fans sat there yelling at their screens. How the fudge could you do this Ferrari? Why the hell did you choose Hamilton and lose Sainz? Of course, the change will only be from next season, but for goodness sake man, Sainz is a brilliant driver. I had a good chuckle after seeing the positions and realizing that Sainz was third and Hamilton just barely made it into the top 10 with his 7th place finish. Okay, in all fairness, both Mercedes cars seem to have some issues with batteries and other minor problems, which would most likely be to blame for the shabby performance. I do however think that Hamilton has reached that age where he makes decisions based on who offers better retirement plans and not where he would fit in better. Yes, you're almost undoubtedly calling me a Hamilton hater right now. Yes, you're completely wrong about that. No, I won't take back my words. Early on in the race, we heard George Russell complain about an issue on his car and thought that Mercedes might have one car out due to a technical issue. But clearly, we were very, very wrong on that. Russell ended up finishing a decent fifth behind the two Red Bulls and the two Ferraris, which again is proof that Hamilton is losing his touch. Now, you could say Red Bull gives you wings. But clearly that would not apply to Red Bull's second team, Diet Car. Oh shit, I meant RB. This comes after Daniel Ricciardo and Yuki Tsunoda finished 13th and 14th respectively. In Tsunoda's words, he's not fast at all. This team might turn into something of a battleground between the two drivers after Tsunoda was instructed to give up his position to his teammate. Now, rightfully, Tsunoda was for a lack of a battle word Closing in on the last few laps, instructions came in telling Tsunoda to let Ricardo pass him in the hopes of gaining a better position, but Ricardo failed to do this and still failed to gain any points. Tsunoda threw in a few sarcastic comments after he eventually caved into the instruction and during the cooldown lap almost crashed into Ricardo with a very dangerous overtake. Don't believe me? Google it. Or better yet, I'll drop a link to it on my social, so just check it out there. Now, Ricardo went on to say that he blames the reaction on immaturity, which I highly doubt will sit well with the Japanese driver, who is said to have almost punched his teammate. Going back to F1's golden boy, Verstappen, 
what can we really say? He put out a phenomenal performance as usual, having won 18 out of his last 19 races. There's really no denying the skill that he has. Everyone thought back then that Red Bull's junior team, Toro Rosso, were crazy for putting a 17-year-old kid behind the wheel of an F1 car. But clearly, they knew what they were doing, as the investment is very clearly paying off for them. I mean, the 26-year-old has 55 wins under his belt and has stood on the podium 99 times. In 2016, at the age of 18, on his debut race for Red Bull Racing, he won the Spanish Grand Prix. This meant that he became the youngest ever driver to win a Formula 1 Grand Prix, as well as the first Dutch driver to do so. In some record-breaking news, this was the first time ever that every single car that started the race finished it, even though there were some mechanical and technical issues. Now keep in mind, when I talk about this is the first time ever, I'm only talking about the Bahrain Grand Prix or the very first race of the season. It is also the first time that Max Verstappen got a Grand Slam, tying Michael Schumacher and Alberto Ascari's career totals. This puts them in third position, behind Lewis Hamilton and Jim Clark, who have had six and eight Grand Slams respectively. If you don't know what a Grand Slam is, then here's a fun fact for you. A Grand Slam is when a driver scores pole position in qualifying, gets the fastest lap in the race, and wins the Grand Prix by leading every lap of the race. Okay, back to the actual race now. The Williams team had a very crappy start, with both vehicles suffering with overheating issues that led the team to finishing in 15th and 20th position. Aside from the heating issues, Logan Sargent had to pull into the pits after lap 10 to get a fresh set of tires and a new steering wheel. After an electronic issue, caused the steering to malfunction. Sargent suffered a similar fate in qualifying, and the Williams engineers were hopeful the issue would not repeat itself. But unfortunately, this was not the case. The team is, however, hopeful that they will be able to rectify the issues before next week's Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. For Ferrari, Charles Leclerc might not have been the happiest in his car this past weekend after some braking issues caused him to have a number of lockups coming into turns 9 and 10. According to the Monegasque driver, he felt that he could have made his way to a second place finish if it were not for these issues. On the other hand, Ferrari's other driver, Sainz, would be rather happy with his race finish, coming in at third place. Sainz, who is currently looking for a new team to join in 2025, will be hoping for a stellar performance throughout the season in order to impress potential future employers. With many drivers' contracts set to expire at the end of the season, the chances of signs receiving various sizable offers from the other teams are quite high. Well, I think we shall leave it there for today's episode. Thank you for listening to the Lavesh Pillay Show. My name is Lavesh, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.